Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Flo here with a word that's just weird. Terry cloth. Who exactly is Terry? And why does he get his own fabric? Did he journey below SPF 50? Fight off some weeds and his daffodils? Hmm. How about a word for everyone? Flotection. Yeah, I just made it up. But I'm not making up how great it feels when me and Progressive protect your new home. Ever think of that, Terry? No. Terry only thinks of himself. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey, what's going on, podcast listeners? Welcome back to the Pick and Pop from 3 Bang podcast. I'm here with my guy, <laughs> Legend of Winning. Say what's up, man. Yo, what's up, podcast people? It's the one and only Legend of Winning, a.k.a. Low. We back at it with another podcast. Yup. Hey, real quick, before we get started, I feel like we have to do this at the start. We're doing two to three podcasts a week. Uh, three, if there's something interesting, we'll sneak in the third one, of course. But two for sure every single week. Uh, and it's, of course, going to be related to NBA topics. I feel like this is prime time. These next few weeks can be prime time. There's going to be a lot of stuff that's happening, a lot of stuff that did happen. So let's get into it. Also, like real quick, we're we going to be uploading roughly around like middle of the week, during the week, and also on the weekends. So make sure you hit the subscribe button and keep it, keep you know, keep update what's going on, regardless of iTunes or whatever. Also, shout out to um, Almighty Baller Podcast on uh, Network, bro. We never really shout them out. We never shout out our own network, bro. Yeah, we, we never really that, did that, yo. We, you know what I'm saying? So shout out, shout out to the Almighty Baller Podcast Network, man. Salute to y'all for giving some some real ones a chance, you know. <laughs> Lo, do you remember the podcast name, by the way? The the pick and pop from three bang. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm winning so far with the the levels of corny. That is first of all, that is way too long of a podcast name, right? For someone yes, to legitimately a, remember it. <laughs> I think I'm going to forget it as the podcast goes on. So that's the name of the podcast for this one. All right, Lo, let's start us off, man. Uh, Real, real quick, we're just going to touch up on the uh, all-star starters real quick. Nothing real crazy because I don't – I mean, I started as a reserves. Nothing real crazy because, you know, it's the reserves. Uh, Shout-out to my man Damian Lillard. He got selected this year because I know everybody talking about he's, how he snubs. But everybody else basically was expected. Draymond Green, Clay Thompson in the Western Conference. Um, right. Then in the, in the East, I think a lot of people kind of uh, suspect on a few players, such as Al Horford. Uh, John Wall, he's been up and down the entire season. 
But they gave him the look. Shout out to Bradley Bill. Shout out to my man Victor Oladipo, first year All Star. You know, I always knew Oladipo was kind of something special. You know, no, what you saying? didn't. No, no you I did because I know you was about to start with this. No, 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 no. Let no, no. I, I want to make it clear so oh everybody who's God. listening knows. Here you All right, go. me you go. and everybody in our circle can verify this information I'm about to say. Legend of Winning said that Oladipo was sus. This is what I'm telling no, you what he told me. I'm telling you what he told me. For people, for people who follow me on Twitter at Legend of Winning, go ahead and give me a follow real quick. For people out there who follow me on Twitter, y'all know for a fact that before this season started, I said Victor Oladipo. It was put under my thread where I said um, unpopular opinions that Victor Oladipo was no, the most improved no. player before the season started. Untrue. Don't have agent. Don't have me put that back on my pen. I'll pin it's, it right it's, back up on my You put opinion. up a Reddit post a couple years ago saying otherwise. But me and no, me. I, didn't. I put we, up a Reddit. No, no, stop. You're all over the place. All right. I, put up I a just Reddit, want everyone to no, know. No, I put up a Reddit Lo post. Lo is leeching on to Oladipo's success stop, stop, stop. to prove that he Reddit knows. Post. You're ODing right now. I put I'm, up a Reddit post three years ago saying that Oladipo has a really good chance of being a 25, 5, and 5 guy. I and said that. And since then. You became very bearish on him, almost as no, if like I you, have not. You're lying. I'm just. I remember we we used to have a podcast before this one on YouTube. It was it was we had a group of guys in there, and that group of guys can verify the information. I'm just saying, Lo, it's okay to not know, man. Victor Oladipo surprised you too. It's okay. All right, we've all been there, man. But more importantly, uh, uh, the coaches answered the question for us: Is Kyle Lowry better than Ben Simmons this season? Right? Stop, agent. They all they did was they rewarded winning, which you should reward. That's one, winning. okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that. I feel like there's a lot of people when the starters. I mean, when the starters and reserves got selected, everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Like I understand Drummond, he's playing really good. He's leading the NBA in reboundings. That's cool and all, but and that team is out of the playoffs right now with a losing record. Like, come on. So I understand when people are upset about Al Horford. I get that, but the coaches are obviously going to reward winning. My man, Ben Simmons, his team is not winning as much as the Toronto Raptors. But even you have said numerous times that the Raptors' best player is DeMar DeRozan. Of course. Even you said that. Yeah. Okay, then. All right. Here's something interesting. Because once Horford was selected, I have to apologize to all the Horford fans out there. As a, well, as a side note, the great Al Horford. You, the great Al. You got to show use, him respect, the great uh, Al Horford. And not on no meme shit. I'm not even trying to meme him right now. Because we used to just play around like, oh, everyone thought Al Horford was going to change this. Yo, look, I, the more I look into the stats, and I, maybe I got to watch some more Celtics games to be super sure about this. But he makes a serious impact on the best defensive team in the league right now. And a lot of people just see Al Horford and they think, man, he was something in Atlanta. But now that he's in, on the Celtics, he's not really doing as much. But not only has he found a way to stretch the ball from three, which I didn't even think Horford was capable of in Atlanta. Not at, to the same extent. He's shooting the ball phenomenally. His defense is on point, And he's a huge contributing factor to the team that's leading in the Eastern Conference right now. That's, just, that's an all-star to me. And, you know, I had to put, I had to put the memes aside for this one, man. Because the great Al Horford was, you know, once memed by me and Lowe, you know, for being a player... Who the Celtics assumed was going to take them to the championship? We got Horford. We're going to win, and he wasn't that guy. But I think he's the next best thing for them. You know, people can make the case the Celtics are still one player away from doing whatever. But 
I think he deserved it, man. I don't think he... I think Lowry, more than Horford, deserves to be in the... Should he have, should he have made it conversation? That's just how I see it. I don't I know mean, if you came around to that conclusion. The, the thing about Horford is, and this is the problem with I think a lot of people right now, is that when we talk about which player is better than the other one, people are so quick to go to like the three the three major major statistical categories, which is points, rebounds, and assists. And the thing that really bothers me with that is that there's no context that is implied with these stats. Like Shaq went on uh, TNT and was like, you know, Al Horford, he's putting up 13 and seven, and he was like, I can. He said he's just he flat out said like I could do that right now in the NBA. Damn. Which there's no, I don't, I don't deny it. You know, Shaq is obviously dominant. I don't think he can grab seven rebounds right now, low key. I don't no. think he can. I don't <laughs> think he can stay in the game long enough to grab seven rebounds, honestly. Um, but what people are failing to realize, like you said before, the floor spacing is is great, shooting over forty percent from behind the arc. He's passing the ball really well. I think he's either leading that team in assists or second to Kyrie in assists. But he he's up there. He's averaging over five assists right now. He's getting the points. Spacing out the floor, like you said, defensively, he's always been good, quite honestly, even in Atlanta. But obviously, when you put him around a team that's very well-rounded and has other really good defensive players and coached by, uh, has a coach on the sideline who always thinks defense first and has their players on the same page, especially when it comes to rotation, Al Horford looks amazing. And I think that Al Horford should have been an all-star because, again, you have to reward winning. But if Al Horford really wanted to, he could just go out there and get you twenty and ten on a night to night basis. But that's not what he's that's not what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to space the floor, pass the ball, get the assists, play a little defense, and, and that's what is expected from Al Horford. So you know, give weird? Al for some flack. A lot of the guys that claim stats aren't everything, stats don't tell the full story, or that are sometimes like Charles Barkley anti stats are the first people to come out and start to point at the assist numbers, the rebound numbers, as an indicator for how significant a player is to an offense or a team in general, which I just find, like, so contradicting. Like, I I don't know, man. That's not just... He could do it on a better team. He could perform a lot better. We all know that he can because he did it on Atlanta, but he's more of a role player now, and honestly, it fits him better. He just does what he has to do to help the team win, and the team's winning. Honestly, I think, you know, we're talking about all this defense. The the Cavs might have to take a shot at Horford or something, man. He really, he'd helped him out severely. You no, know, he's not he's not that good of a defender. He's a good defender, but he's not he's not good enough to make a miracle from the from the Cavs. That team trash on defense. Nah, no one no one player is gonna revive the team's defense, but I think he'll be a, a good help. Maybe. Man, he's still overpaid though. But shout out to my man Al Horford. You know, I saw you in Atlanta for your entire career. You doing your thing out there. On a and, side uh, note, low, I was the Raptors just played Atlanta. It was I was somebody took a, a screenshot, a picture of 15 minutes before the game, and it was dead empty in the stadium. What are y'all doing over there, man? It's like nobody's going to the game. Well, well, two two things were trapped. I said I'm saying we as if I'm an Atlanta fan. I'm just from Atlanta, people. I'm a Laker fan, so that oh, I don't so, know why agent. I don't know why you throwing that on me as if like I'm a I'm a Hawks fan. Let's. Let's chill out for a second. Okay. But also, I ain't gonna lie. If they get Marvin Bagley, I am a Hawks fan. I'm gonna keep it 100. But I don't, I mean, Atlanta, they really weren't selling out arenas like that, even when they won 60 games. That's always been a problem with Atlanta trying to sell out, uh, trying to sell, sell the, t- sell the seats out and stuff like that. So that's no surprise to me whatsoever. 
I'm I'm a basketball enthusiast, and I ain't going to see no Hawks game. I'm just waiting for the Lakers to come in town so I can watch Roman Alonzo. I'm also going to watch LeBron this year because I think he's having a great season. I definitely want to be a part of that and watch him play basketball because I miss way too much of Kobe, so I don't want to I don't want to miss no more of um LeBron. Yeah, but um, Lo, I'm, I'm gonna go a I'm proposition go. for you, man, and I don't know and, how you're gonna the, feel and about the, wait, this. Wait, and the floor and the floor seats. You're not getting no floor seats, man. They twenty dollars, you know. No, no, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. It's the, it's the Hawks, man. They twenty dollars, man. You're exaggerating though, right? Because it's at least like five hundred. It's at least it's at least thirty. You know. I don't know if you're joking or not. That's the sad part. The nosebleeds. They the, those are free, right? They those give are... you five dollars. They give you five dollars. <laughs> they give you five dollars just to fill up the dog one. Yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. It used to be so bad in Atlanta. And they stopped doing this though. Because we've been winning, or Atlanta's been winning. I don't know why I keep saying we. The Hawks have been winning for the past, like, you know, five years and consistently been in the playoffs. But back in the day, they used to tell people who got nosebleed seats to come closer down to the um, floor. Damn. So when the camera panned around when they were on the court, it could seem as if it was like a, a field arena. That's how bad it used to be in Atlanta. That sucks because if I was an Atlanta fan, I'm going to the games. I'm just going to buy nosebleeds. And then I used to do that at Jay's games. All the, well, I only went there a couple times. But every time I went there, I just buy a seat and then just walk up. If you don't come to your seat, I'm taking your seat. Those are the rules. So I have a proposition for you, Lo. Let me know what you think about this, man. What's up? Vancouver needs a team. So either Vancouver or Seattle are going to need a team. Atlanta, I don't know if it's – is it poor management? Is it just the city doesn't care? But whatever the reason is, nobody's showing up to the games. And it almost seems like in every time there's a case like this where the seats are so empty, people don't even know what to think. Bro, you about to say something real stupid, but go ahead. I'm bro. just saying that. No, you about to say something real stupid. I go think ahead, see, see, I don't, there has to be an ownership group. Of course, there's a lot of semantics involved. But what but are you saying, though? What you saying? I'm just saying Vancouver or Seattle might might scoop up. Might what? Might the, what? The Hawks spot. All right, you know, it's... They'll be in the Western Conference, of course, and there'll be a team from the West kicked to the East, and I'm sure they'll be happy to be kicked to the East based on how things have been for the last, what, eight years or so? Maybe decade, actually. Maybe not. So decade. what are you just I mean, you beating around a mulberry bush at this point, bro. What are, what are think, you saying? You 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 gonna tell me they're gonna put the Hawks in Vancouver? I don't think Atlanta just has a franchise, man. Okay. Anyway, in other news. No, other I'm news, serious. That, this that is not serious dumbest. to you? No, that's not serious. Okay, so that team just that team was made in the playoffs for ten consecutive seasons. No, 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 no. I don't think Atlanta as a city deserves. That's what I'm Bro, saying. That's one. It's been they've been bad for. This is the first year they've been bad, like but really bad in a. If decade. you remember, they had like a 16 streak, or was it a 20 something? They had a, remember that time they had a crazy streak a few years ago. Remember that? Mm-hmm. It took the middle of that streak once they were at like 13, 14 for the stands to finally fill up. You see what I'm saying? In Toronto, I don't, I don't know. I we don't, could play Toronto, a high Toronto's school different. team and it'll be Toronto, packed. Toronto's different, though. There's other things to watch. Well, one, in the South, it's not like people watch I basketball a lot yeah. in the South. It's, it's more yeah. football country. Like, right. I'm say right now, the, the Falcons, the Bulldogs, and all of them, like when they be playing football, it's, it's crazy down here. So that's one. But right. two, I mean, even even Atlanta, I don't know. I got I to gotta look at the attendance numbers. But if I don't feel, it feels like when I go to the games over the past like three or four years, it's been people in the games. It's not like it was it's trash. I, I watched a Sacramento game like two years ago when they broke the record for the most threes or franchise record for the most threes in a game. 
And it was a crazy, it was a dumb amount of people in there. So, I don't know. Well, I had to look at the numbers, man. But I'd be surprised if they weren't last, if not very close to last. They're averaging 15,000 per game, uh, statistically. And that's not real. I don't know what the, the stadium capacity is. So, you know, I'm not going to you know make too many judgments off that. But I know most stadiums in the NBA are around the 20,000 mark. Uh, in terms of capacity, but anyway, I just I just thought it was an interesting picture, and uh, the, I mean at least you guys have a couple of good pieces, right? I'm saying you guys because you're you're a, you're a Hawks fan. I'm course. not I'm not a Hawks fan. But it, the year the year that they won 60 games, they were 17th in attendance. That's still pretty low. That's pretty. All that's right, pretty you know, low. for for a city that's not the largest, you know, you could be like, all right, that's not too bad. Uh, I don't know. I feel like Atlanta should be a big enough. I don't know. That's kind of sus. <laughs> that is kind of sus. Atlanta's <laughs> a big enough city for it to be a little bit more than that. But I don't know. Like you said, the capacity plays a factor. Phillips Arena isn't that big of an arena, so I don't. I don't know. But um, yo, shout out to Al Horford. I don't know how we got to this part, but shout out to Al Horford, yo. Still an All Star. Drummond. I don't know. I don't think Drummond should be an All Star. But I understand the argument because Porzingis was an All Star. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that either, though. But you know, shout out to my man um, Al Horford. Still, still getting them them stars on your banner, boy. I see you. He sure is, man. All right, Lo. Last podcast or the one before? It was one of the two podcasts. Right? We only we've only done two. We theorized the potential snitch in the Cavaliers locker room, right? So news came out a few days ago that some players in the Cavs locker room thought that Kevin Love was faking his injury. And that he wasn't, illness, well, not illness, that he was faking illness. it, but they said it was, they didn't know if it was legitimate. So basically the same thing. No, he was faking it. Yeah, he was, he was faking it. So it immediately led me to believe, could K-Love be the possible snitch? But then reports came, not even reports, just speculation came out that previously, previous to this year, it's very difficult to get into the Cavs locker room. There wasn't much news coming out. But this year, it seems like left and right, we're hearing stuff that's happening behind the scenes. So people are saying and memeing both Isaiah Thomas and Jake Crowder as a potential reason coming over from Boston that this year there's way more leaks. Who do you think it is, Lo? I'm I'm going to say the Kevin Love thing was interesting because the Kevin Love played the next game. He did. He, he played the, the very next game. He played against San Antonio. But that was a three day, three get three day stretch. I don't know. That's interesting. I I don't know about um. That's that, that that doesn't look good though. Kevin Love only playing three minutes in a very pivotal game against OKC that they eventually got blown out by twenty plus, and then Russell Westbrook had like a historic night. That that doesn't look good on the part of Kevin Love. But it also doesn't look good on Isaiah Thomas or Jay Crowder's part. When you have these situations going on, and it definitely doesn't look good on Isaiah Thomas' part when really nothing was being reported until, nothing crazy was being reported until Isaiah Thomas was on the floor, until he started playing, right? Like when Isaiah Thomas wasn't playing, and he was kind of not, I want to say completely detached, but detached from the team in the sense of he's not practicing, he's not really out there getting his reps, he's not on the floor trying to build chemistry. But until that happens, and also Isaiah Thomas, he's been saying some things in the media that's kind of suspect as well, saying how like it's going to take him way longer to get adjusted to the team, or how he doesn't really <laughs> believe in in Ty Lue. He said and said that he's, he's going to take him a while because they don't practice as much, and so he needs more reps to practice and things like that. 
So it's it's not looking good on Isaiah Thomas' part because, like you said, Woj that never he never had any contacts with with LeBron and his camp or the, or the Cavaliers, and so everything has been kind of hush, or at least a lot of mayhem behind the scenes had been on on the hush hush, and nothing really got out until now. And Isaiah Thomas, you looking you looking a little sus right now, but I don't know. This which is a, it's another interesting part about this is. Is this possibly what Kyrie had to deal with his entire time with LeBron? Like these little back and forths? Uh, well, Kyrie brought some of that stuff to himself, saying the world is flat. You know, some of the he comments. Didn't say that. In t- I'm, ta- I'm talking about his entire time. About his entire time. With no, but I think Cavs. a lot of these, a lot of these come out usually when there's periods of high conflict. And this is one of them. Isaiah Thomas comes back. They don't know how to run the offense together. And as a team, they're just supremely struggling, especially on the defensive end. But think about it like this. All right. Jay Crowder's on contract for the next three years. Isaiah Thomas isn't. Right. Isaiah Thomas can leave the next year, period. So it can be Isaiah Thomas like, I don't have a future here. So it doesn't really matter if I'm speaking or who I'm speaking to. Or maybe you say it to a friend and he ends up leaking it or something. Whatever the case is. Or you can say Jay Crowder doesn't like his current situation. He doesn't want to be there for three years, so he was the guy leaking. Jay Crowder is Jay Crowder, so he really ain't got no choice. I'm just keeping yeah. that part. <laughs> he really ain't got no choice. But I think, I think he could get paid more than what he's getting paid now. Of course, if he if he was to sign a contract now, I think he'd be getting like maybe fourteen million. Oh yeah, he obviously he obviously be, you said fourteen hundred. Fourteen million? No, not hundred. I was about to say. Fourteen hundred. That had to be like Smush Parker might make fourteen hundred. You know? he, he he can push back any further, but I don't know. Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder. He, he's a he's a role player in today's NBA who who was vastly overstated on the defensive end, um, heading into the season. So, I mean, he he is who he is. He's going to get you know paid or what type of respect he believe he's supposed to get from everyone else, and it's going to be at a bare minimum. It, however, he has to. I, again, I don't want to use this word because it's not the best word, but he does have to detach himself from this situation because if it fails, he already knows that people are looking at him in a different light simply because he's a point guard that's 5'9". And obviously at some point, especially if he signs a big contract, that the, the contract could go sour, especially if he starts to slow down after you know two years into his contract. So he has to kind of make himself... Uh, detach or kind of separate himself from the situation. So when things do go south, because I'm not going to lie, it definitely looks like things are going south with the Cavs right now. When things do go south, he has to make it seem as if like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. That's the coaching. That's the, the, the chemistry. That's the leadership. Mm-hmm. That's everything else to do with that team, but me. So I, 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 I T is definitely a candidate for being a snitch, but it's either him or Kevin Love. What's up, it's Justin from the Driving Dish NBA podcast. When I was in eighth grade, I switched from wearing glasses to contacts because I liked playing the game of basketball. And ever since then, I've had to deal with getting contacts, which takes way too long. You have to sit in the waiting room for a really long time. It always kind of smells weird in there. That all changed when I found simplecontacts.com. You show them a picture of your prescription. You pick the brand of contacts that you use. You put in your address and they're on their way. And so much cheaper than going to a doctor every single time you need contacts took me about 15 minutes right before i left for work and we're gonna save you 30 dollars off your first order with them at simplecontacts.com slash almighty or use the enter code almighty at checkout that's 30 dollars off your contacts at simplecontacts.com slash almighty or enter the code almighty 
at checkout. Just remember, this isn't a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam. They only do a test that makes sure your contacts are going to give you 20-20 vision. They don't write completely new RXs or examine eye health. It's, it's one of the two. That's an interesting way to put it. Also, like I feel like this year... Maybe more so than, no, definitely more so than last year in Boston. This is best shot at a championship. You never really know when you're going to have a roster this stacked. So, to me, I just don't see why it's in anyone's best interest to try and make things worse by consecutively just leaking information over and over again. Um, I still, to be honest, I still think it's Tristan Thompson. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, there's no real facts behind my, my thoughts. I just, for some reason, I think it's him, man. I does just don't Tristan know why. Thompson really? Does he really have like? He don't really got no nobody to go like leak something to. He's Tristan Thompson. That's the reason why I think it's it's it because they were showing like nah. you know, it got traded and he was on the phone with Woj immediately. And now him and, <laughs> like yeah like they did a little document on what is that on on um un, I remember that yeah I was on YouTube like I that, see uninterrupted or something like that yeah he mm-hmm. was like un, uninterrupted and he got traded and Woj called him up Woj called him up as if like. He had him on speed dial or something like that. And Woj, I think he has. Well, but to be fair, Woj has a whole league on speed dial. He he does Woj, he does he because Woj does tweets Woj, out the draft results before. First of all, before anybody, he can have he can just have agents on speed dial. Woj, I don't think how many players does Woj really have on speed? Because I think he may have like he don't have like LeBron. I don't think he got Kevin Durant on speed dial. That was that. I don't know. That was kind of that was kind of shaky to me. And in the conversation that they were having, wasn't on some. Like, you know, on like, what are your thoughts type of thing? Or it wasn't like some, yo, when can we get together to talk about this? It was on some, like, Isaiah Thomas was telling Woj how he felt. And Woj was like, man, this is just so unfair, man. And <laughs> you're the best, man. And they, they, they don't know what they're missing, man. Like, Woj yeah. was, like, trying to pep, prep him up as if, like, these are conversations that they've had multiple times before. Like, he's, like, he wants to, like, secure. He wants to be in Isaiah Thomas's corner because if something happens with the Cavs, he got the first scoop. And yeah. it looked like everything is panning out for Woj. Shout out I to think Woj, man. It's in his man. best interest to align himself with the bigger players in the NBA because as things go on, they're usually going to be the point of focus. And for him as a reporter, I don't care who you are, you're trying to get clicks. So. You know, thinking about it like that, you know, it could be Isaiah Thomas. I just know that Tristan Thompson is associated with the Kardashians. And, you know, his left and right is leaks down there, man. He might have picked up a couple things down over there, you know? Things didn't go through. You know why I don't think it's Tristan Thompson now? If Tristan Thompson called you, would you really pick up the phone? (laughs) (laughs) That's disrespectful, though. Think about it. No, really think about it. Yo, people out here listening, tell me right now. If they if someone said my source is Tristan Thompson, would you really would you be like that? That's crazy. You wouldn't you wouldn't be sitting there like you wouldn't really you really you wouldn't be uh, as gassed as you found out if it was like it or something like that. It, it's also possible. Like I guess you know at, at the end of the day, anybody's a candidate. It could be like a low key Derrick Rose. Stop caring. He he almost quit. That's back. also that's also very interesting. It could be Derrick Rose. So anyway, we're just out here pointing fingers in this bitch. We don't really have any sort of this is just theorizing. Hey, I wish we could put up a poll, man. I'd like to see what what people thought uh, about. Do that on Twitter, yo. Follow us on Twitter. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have it on my, on my on my page, yo. Who do you think is leaking all this stuff? Because but you could only put a max four on Twitter, right? I think we have a lot we more got, than four options. We got four suspects. 
IT. Nah, all right, who would be the top four? IT, Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. I Kevin Love. Kevin, we'll still throw Kevin Love. Tristan Thompson is not a fucking source no more, bro. He's not. Tristan, Tristan Thompson has a better chance of just calling from a block number and someone picking up the phone rather than his own <laughs> number at this point. We're gonna say we're gonna say Derrick Rose because that is that is very interesting that yeah Derrick Rose joined his team also and now some some shenanigans because Tristan Thompson is I don't want to say he's in the, the corner with LeBron but he his agent is is um is Maverick if I'm not mistaken so that's you know that's LeBron's dude so I don't I don't think that not to say it's impossible but I don't think that Tristan Thompson is gonna be out here running his mouth if you know him yeah. his agent is is LeBron's man but Derrick Rose is a new new addition to the team and now things going south and then so is um Isaiah Thomas and Jay Crowder. So that's those those are three very interesting candidates. Yo, let us know what you think about it, man. And, you know, on the Twitter, you know. All right, Lo. In Portland there's chaos going on right now, man. Damian Lillard requested to speak with the owner to discuss the future of the franchise. Now, there's very little cause for concern from the outside world. But if you're a Portland fan, he is your whole life currently. If Dame leaves, everything falls apart. Of course, they have some pieces they could build around. But it's, not, it's challenging to get a superstar to go down to Portland, right? That's a tough sell. You know, all the way northwest is almost more challenging than convincing people to come to Toronto. So Dame possibly unhappy with how things are going. Maybe he doesn't think the management is doing enough to build around him. Or maybe he has a problem with somebody in his team and he's voicing his concerns with the owner you know that with Devin Booker the ownership and the management have recently said that he's going to be a part of future decisions because they want to make him the cornerstone of the franchise it seems like Dame doesn't have that same level of respect yet that might have been what he was talking about if you're a Portland fan low are you even remotely concerned right now because I'd be I'm about to have probably the hottest take of the summer right now you about to say just, something crazy, man. I'm about to say, I, I ain't gonna lie. I am about to say something. People gonna be like, "Oh, low your bugging." First of all, should Dame have that much say so in that organization? I think he over should. Over the summer, wait, over the summer, he was talking about we should go get Carmelo Anthony. That would have been trash. That would have. I agree. That that would have been horrendous. Can you imagine like, Dame, look, McCullum, and Melo and, all not and playing Mello defense on the on the floor at the same time? <laughs> There's no defense and all ball handling. That's that's trash. So that that's one. Two, I I I love Dame. Like I Dame is one of my favorite players in the NBA. So I want to be very clear about that. But Dame, you're having you're not having like the greatest year of your um you're not having the greatest year of your career. Percentage wise, you you've taken some dips. You've been dealing with I think he's kind of bounced back from a couple of injuries in the beginning of the season. So I'm giving you some slack on that end, but at the end of the day, you know, you're not having the greatest, so I don't greatest year, so I don't necessarily know how I feel about that also. But three and more importantly, if we trade in somebody, it's either Dame or CJ. Right? I don't think Dame. I would never trade Dame if I was playing. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, CJ like, in my opinion, that's the problem. You can't have both Dame and CJ in the backcourt with one another because they do two two similar things. They're both right. guards. Six three or shorter, who don't play defense, who are very high potent offensively. I, I definitely don't want to overlook so that. So you're basically saying, like on my two K prime team, we have two sharp shooting slashers that we both do the same thing, right? My God, you have sharp shooting slashers. 
Two of them, actually. We have three Jeez. slashers on the team, separate from the point. He's playing less minutes. Oh, no, he's actually playing more minutes than he did last year. Yo, but take this in because maybe if I put it in this context, this might, like, straighten things out. DeRozan is shooting 1% less from three than Dame. But Dame, Dame attempts Dame, more Dame shoots a higher volume. Yeah. Of course, he doesn't shoot the same open shots DeRozan shoots. But he's shooting 37% on the year. That's not hot at all. So there could be a plenty of different reasons. You know, it could be small stuff like maybe they're not getting the same screens they were getting last year. Maybe the offense is looking different with all the new acquisitions and players. But I just know that if you're heading to the owners to talk about it, and it got leaked, which isn't good news because, you know, then rumors like this start, that there's something on your mind that you want to speak about it. You, you don't just go there to talk and chat for a bit and have fun. And also, also let me keep it a buck as well. Like Dame, are are you getting better at basketball? I'm not again. I'm not. I'm not trying to throw Dame underneath the bus. Like I said before, I I, I like Dame, and he has a very <laughs> valid point. But it's like when people be when people are so quick to like point the fingers. I always ask like, but what are you doing to make the situation better? Because low key, there's no real excuse for Dame not to be a at least a decent defender at this point because the whole argument for why he was a bad defender is because he has to carry the load offensively but cj is on the team now he's he's emerged into the player that i don't is. think that's by the way i don't think that's ever an excuse to be bad at defense but. i don't think i don't think that's ever an excuse either but trust me you look at my youtube comment section there's a bunch of people who make that argument especially yeah. for james harden but when, when when people say that it's like like all right, all right i get what you're saying dane but like you know, you're not the greatest defender. CJ's handling more of the offense, so you don't really have to do that much offensively anymore. We got Nurkic as well, so defensively, you should be picking up some type of slack. And he hasn't done that, so I understand. I understand that's what it is, and I, I get what he's coming from because I definitely don't want to make it seem as if like they haven't made any bad decisions. Shout out to Evan Turner for getting that bag. But that was a ter- that was a terrible signing, and the same thing with Allen Crabb as well. That was a, they got rid of that one, but that's a terrible signing. And then for those other who don't know, next year Nurkic he looking to get his contract as well. So what what is what are they what are they doing? But you know what, what exactly are you doing, Dame? Are you are you getting better as an individual? Because I don't I feel it feels like you kind of plateaued so far. The Portland Trailblazers have the sixth highest payroll in the NBA, which means. Which, which is, is not which, you which means it's ridiculous. But that means. part of it is this: keep this in mind. When players don't like to play in your city, in general, generally speaking, like it's difficult to get a player to Toronto because they they just think, oh, it's so cold and high taxes. Why would I want to go there? Or like in slower cities like Milwaukee, you know. So a lot of the time, you have to draft a talent, and then because they come up in your environment, they end up loving the area and they end up staying and resigning, like DeRozan did and like Lowry did. So I don't necessarily pin them for like the Allen Crab. They just took a shot. Luckily, they were able to unload that. Fine. Evan Turner, they took a shot and he's kind of stuck and he's not as productive as he's getting paid for. So that's a mistake. I think as all of this begins to add up, if you're Damian Lillard, you begin to ask like, yo, what's the future of me on this team is looking like, right? Are they gun? Can you, can you realistically see them building a franchise? around him is he gonna be the main guy is he gonna be the second guy i'm sure like he's all thought about this kind of stuff and that might have been part of why he was trying to get mellow in the offseason but if that, but I, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, that's a good question is dame good enough to lead a team 
I think is he, he is. good enough. Okay, I mean, I'm I'm just asking. Is Dame good enough to be the best player on a on a team that at least is making it to the conference finals? I think just like the Warriors, though, uh, where Steph Curry isn't great defensively, he has to have a team that complements him, and uh, it's but difficult Dame, to find you, pieces. Even if like we're that. just talking about offensive, you said it's easy. I said it's difficult to find. Oh, I said yeah, but even if we're just talking about offensively, Curry's better than Dame on the offensive end. Easier, yeah, way better. Yeah. So I mean, it's I mean, even even I understand they both defensive liabilities to an extent, but it's still. Even we're just looking at the offensive standpoint of it, I I would still pick Curry over Dame. There's a few things that Dame does better than Curry, especially especially his explosiveness explosiveness at the rim. But I mean, I again, I'm not, I I know people are gonna be like, "Hey, you you really going hard on Dame?" But I don't know. I just you said it's so easy to just pick, you know, Dame over CJ. But if someone came with a legit answer for Dame, like let's say hypothetically speaking. The Pelicans resign. Um, what's what's on it? They resigned Demarcus Cousins, which Dame, they probably won't. But keep going. Would you would you not trade Dame and Nurkic for Boogie and Drew Holiday? Nah. Oh, and Drew Holiday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. That's tough, that's, right? That's a really good, that's yeah, that's a good one. You got to sit on that one, man. Exactly. So, I, and, and I'm just saying that because, like, obviously, the the it's going to be very interesting to see what the Pelicans are going to do with with AD and, and um, Boogie. But if you get a, a a legit elite level point guard with um with AD, that definitely switches things around. And then Demarcus Cousins on that team with an elite level um, perimeter player in CJ, that changes things around as well. And they still have complementary pieces with them. I mean, I don't know. I'm saying that because. When you're saying it's so easy to not trade Dame, however, if someone came with a legitimate offer for Dame, especially because he just signed his extension and he's under the books for, if I'm not mistaken, for the next three to four years, I mean, I, th- I think there are players out there with legitimate situations in which you would trade Damian Lillard for. And it's not necessarily saying that Dame is bad. It's just that when you have CJ and Dame in the backcourt with one another, it- it's not it's not going to work out. Like that's they don't complement. Yeah, they don't complement each other. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, like they have a solid amount of talent. Shout out to CJ McCollum because, like a few years ago, no one really thought like he was a starter in the league, right? It no, really I took did. Him. I did. I knew. I knew he was. Ah, nice. there we go again, though. You I might knew have. he was. Nice. I don't know I about like, this. I was like, my man CJ, he nice, bro. All right. I, put I didn't check. see it coming. So the year he blew up, I was like, damn, that's huge for the Trailblazers. Then they have two scorers now, so. I think that would have been a perfect time to is that season would because as you go on, I feel like we we talked about this before, not on the pod, but the longer you wait, when you have players who are on contract long term and you have potential moves, you wait, you wait, you wait, and then you don't end up getting the same value because as their contract erodes, they're not as valuable to the team you're about to trade them to. The same thing happened to Kevin Love when he was with the Timber Timberwolves and he was like, "Oh, get me off this team," and then his value plummeted. And there were offers and rumors that he could have potentially been traded for Clay Thompson, etc. And then when the trade went down, it's like, you should have made it earlier. And that was the consensus. So this might be one of those situations where a Dame is coming to the ownership like, this. we could do it now. And we get a lot of value back for a certain player that maybe he's not too happy with. Um, I feel like but on again, the wing... If, if, it's, Dame, if, it's, if it's CJ, then I, I understand that. But if it's not CJ, there's no one else on that team really that you're going to get any type of value in return with 
There's just not. I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, part of it might just be unloading ugly contracts. It's challenging to do, but I'm sure Evan Turner is on the block heavy. You know, it's going to take like a nice oh, yeah. pick and He's maybe even block. a decent player, right, to get Evan Turner off the team. And the only person that would ever take Evan Turner is a team desperate for picks. Kind of like how, uh, did I'm sure that, I'm not mistaken, the Nets took a pick with Alan Crabb, right? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. So it's going to be a situation like that where the contract is so crazy, the only team that take it is a team that's in need of picks, right? And that's part of the reason why Ryan Anderson was being sold to the Nets so heavily. Um, and uh, because his contract, like, he's a great player, but, I mean, for that price, I'm sure you can sign someone who performs, you know, at the same, if not at a better caliber. But, I mean, I feel bad for the Trailblazers. I remember Ed Davis used to play for Toronto. He was a potential guy. I remember Noah Vonley. Of course, Nurkic now. But they've had a series of big men and just players in general that were supposed to develop. Even Myers Leonard. Remember, he was supposed to be that crazy pick-and-pop guy, averaging. like. But it seems like every time they have a guy, I don't know what it is, but he just doesn't develop to the point that I think a lot of people expected them to. But I'm hoping the best for Nurkic. Uh, you know, he killed it in Denver and... He's doing decent so far this season. Uh, and talking about Denver, low, that team is killing it this year. I don't know what you are expected. Are they, from, are they killing it? From my expectations before, before, before to start the season? On, yeah. No. Before we before we go on, Evan Turner stay on the block like he playing Tetris. And that's a Wow, fun. you were waiting to use that one. I was, man. I was, I was, I was. <laughs> Bro, Utah, Utah is 10. I mean, not Utah, I'm bugging. Denver is eighth. They're one game above five hundred. But they're above five. Take, take take this in to start the season. I knew. If I, no, I knew. I knew they were going to be above five hundred, but not. I mean, one game. Did you know that? Did you really know that? Yeah, I said they were going to be a ninth seed in the West. And the more ex, the more exciting bro, don't be thing. Sleeping on my predictions, bro. Don't yo. Don't 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 give me that, bro. Nah, because I'm sure there's plenty of predictions that you got wrong. I'm looking. Oh at no, right there's now. there's plenty. Oh, there's, there's okay. Definitely plenty. All right, yeah. You just will never point those out on a podcast. No, I, I, was, <laughs> I was wrong about the um, Celtics, but that's about it. And everything else is about right. Were you right about the Lakers? Your Lakers, eighteen. And I didn't 29? say I didn't say they were going to make the playoffs. I thought they were going to be around where they are right now. Okay. All right. Uh, a lot of I had some hope that they could potentially, and maybe I still do, but. It's slowly fading as they, although they're on a three-game win streak, you know. I hope was about is, to say, chill out, man. Chill out. For but, time, I mean, man. you're down so many games. How many games are they down right now? Oh, they're Jeez. not making no play. They're not making the playoffs. Absolutely not. All right. Anyway, the Denver team, I saw something interesting the other day. Jamal Murray went off for a career high. And I didn't see it coming from a mile away because previously he was getting inconsistent minutes. The team, Denver knows he got talent, but... He hasn't really proved it on a consistent basis, so he hasn't been getting the minutes that I think a lot of people would have expected him to already get. But he carried the team. And uh, I think the game was against the Timberwolves, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was. And it it was a really impressive game, man. For a team that could potentially make the playoffs this year and also has some dope talent that they can develop next year, is it even worth making a move if you're Denver? Or do you just keep the team you have and continue to develop and hope that at some point in the next couple of years, the Golden State Warriors, the Cavaliers, the Houston Rockets, or one of these super teams end up falling apart to give yourself like a glimmer of hope at a shot at a championship. See, this this is the very interesting part about it because looking at, um, well, one shout out to Jamal Murray. Like you said, he's been playing great and it's in the, over the last um, 10 games, which is basically the month of July so far, nearly 18 points per game giving you three assists, three rebounds, shooting splits on, on 
unbelievable. Shooting splits are on rookie on 2K, nearly Back 50%. Nearly 50% from the field, over 42% from behind the arc, 93% from the free throw line. I mean, that that's that's amazing, especially from a, a perimeter player who's only in his second year in the NBA. So Jamal Murray is playing great. That, that, that is also a team where one player isn't going to dominate the ball. So mm-hmm. you're not going to expect like one player to average, you know, 25 plus points. Um, th- that team is interesting because... They have young pieces. However, I'm I'm not going to front those young those young pieces are not good enough. I don't really see I don't see like beyond all star talent with those pieces. That's what with I'm none to say. of the players on their team. I don't I don't really I mean and things could definitely change as time continues to progress. But I think I just think Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, those are two solid, really good guards that are very efficient from the field. And right. he's going to max out around 15 to 20 points throughout their career. There's nothing wrong with that, especially if you have a more dominant player on the on the floor. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And then Jokic, I think people kind of got gassed up from last year with Jokic. Jokic still struggles on the defensive end, which is something that this entire team, a lot of those players kind of struggle with. So going back to the, the question, what should they do? It's interesting because a lot of people, including myself, are assuming that since Kimball Walker is on the block, that they're possibly going to trade for Kimball Walker because they have the young pieces. However, Kimball Walker really isn't that far removed from where. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea not. at all. Like, yeah, I mean, Kimball's nice. However, Kimball's not good enough to really change your whole franchise around. I mean, and again, there's maybe a couple of things we ain't seen from Kimba, especially because he's been on a team where it hasn't, like, offensively, they're just not that well rounded. However, I just don't view Kimba as, even if we put him in a better situation. I highly doubt Kimba's going to be that player. So it, it's just kind of interesting to see. But they're all young. Um, Murray's 20. Harris, Gary Harris, 23. Jokic, 22. So you, you could hold on to those players and try to figure out what exactly you want to do with them. But as time continues to progress, I think at some point you got to come to a conclusion about what what, what what direction you're going into. And I don't, again, I just don't see none of those players really coming out with the you know, 25-point season or, you know, uh, Jokic being a consistent 20-10 and 10 guy with five with five assists. Like, I just don't see that at all. I see them coming out like uh, Timberwolves a few years ago. If you remember, they had some young pieces. They they hit some bangers in the draft, right? These guys got... Will Barton's been balling. Of course, he's had to deal with some injuries in his time. Gary Harris and Jamal Murray at that guard spot, which could cause some conflict, of course, going into the future. But... Kind of like the Timberwolves did, just tagging a very significant piece like Jimmy Butler transforms the team, and now it's a team that everybody expects to at least make the playoffs but potentially move past that. And I don't know what player that is. You're going to have to look for a player on a team that's unhappy. The team's trying to bomb and the player's holding them back. I'm sure we could think of situations I mean, where that's low the case. Just said, we low-key just said an, another player like Dane, for instance, is kind of maybe in that situation a few years down the line. But uh, but also to to kind of separate them from the Timberwolves, the Timberwolves drafted a player in Towns, who many people even still to this day view as a player who has the potential to be a top ten player at some point in his career or at least top fifteen. Is much is much talent that Jokic possesses. I, I don't see that out of Jokic, nor did I see that out of Jamal Murray, Gary Harris. Again, they can prove me wrong, um, but I just don't see it. But also, um. Another thing that's kind of is a sidetrack with this team is 
you know, Paul Millsap has basically missed the entire season and he still needs some more. I think he's going to be out for a whole another month, if I'm not mistaken, to recover from his um his his wrist injury. So his left wrist tore some ligaments. So when when he gets back, possibly that that's a totally different situation and, and more likely they should be deeper into the playoff run. But I, I don't know. I just don't know what exactly they need. But I agree they should just let things kind of handle itself and kind of build off of where they need to be from. I feel bad because the top four in the West, it's like it's, it's going to be so difficult to knock those guys off. I'm about to say, like, they solidify for a second. Yeah, so even if they make the playoffs, I think it's going to be cool to see Denver back in there. But ultimately, it's not going to matter because they're going to end up getting snuffed. Even if they get Millsap back, of course, defensively they improve. Uh, he's going to be there offensively, of course, provide options. He can stretch the floor as well. Although in his 16 games, he wasn't shooting too hot to start the season. But I don't know. I kind of, yo, low. you've been talking too much smack about my Canadian guys recently, bro. I had to bring it up, bro, my yeah, guy. Canadian guys are trash. Chill we had this conversation guy. off podcast. Lowe was saying all the guys that were supposed to come up that were no, Canadian. No, 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 no. Go back to, to the original statement. What so was that? A few, no, a few years ago, you were gassed. Of like course. You were, you were, you were so mad excited. gassed and yeah. you were pumped up. Like you was at a at a at a BP real quick, and you was putting the gas in the car. You was you was extra suited and go- suited and booted, and you sat there and said that, "Oh man, Canada has all these players coming in the NBA. We're gonna be, we're gonna take over." I I didn't use the word. No 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 no. Yeah, you did. I didn't Some use that word. Some of those players though. include Tristan Thompson, trash. Anthony. No, Bennett, it didn't include Tristan Thompson because he's already in the NBA. It, no, but he was young though. He wasn't as if like he was like a, a five year vet. When I think I had honest. some hope that he was gonna be like Ben Wallace, but I didn't think he was gonna. Those were your expectations, agent. I could have told you back then that he wasn't gonna be Ben Wallace. <laughs> I had hope, man. You're not gonna let me. You agent, know, you speak. used to go on rants about how Tristan Thompson is hands down the best rebounder in the game. He was at a certain point. He's he's one of the best offensive rebounders in the game no, right no, now. You, no, no, it wasn't just offense. It was just rebounders. He was at that time though, especially in the playoffs. But that's what that's that would be, that was your that was your argument for the whole the whole Tristan Thompson argument was he's a he's the best rebounder. Yeah, like, you think that like rebounds. maybe he'd develop some kind of offense and maybe playing with LeBron kind of you know. Oh, when you're did, Has- it it's stunning. It just say it, bro. Just say it's stunning. Yeah, because when you're Haslam and you're the fifth option on the floor with LeBron. You're not shooting the ball. You're the fifth option with LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh in this similar instance. So that could have played a factor, but I think, of course, a lot of it still had to do with Tristan Thompson himself. That's one, but he wasn't included in that. The people I had included, and it would, don't even include Anthony Bennett because I didn't even know about him at the time, all right? He surprised oh me. Oh, my God. Nah, do not add him in the oh list. Oh, my God. There's some of the guys. You're going and, to pick out the worst one. No, 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 no. Some of them are like Nick Stauskas. Uh, I didn't have too much hope for him, but I thought he could be a nice sharp shooter in the league. He hasn't, you know, turned into anything. Jamal Murray was one of those players, sharp shooter, but also athletic. What about Andrew Nicholson? And I come on, man. No, that was another. Stop acting like it was only like two or three players. But he was already in the league for a few years. You had a Canadian All Star team (laughs) ready to go with a starting five and a second man rotation with a head coach as well. Come on, but I think above all, I was most excited uh, for Andrew Wiggins. Man, I thought he was gonna be like the next Steve. Was Steve Nash retired? We're like, what are we we gonna do? Is we doing the Wiggins part? 
Don't Loki, don't Loki come dropped, on. You see me forty shot of Wiggins. He dropped forty though. Yeah, he did. And you know what, Low? I need you to talk smack about Wiggins as often as you possibly can, man. Because it seems like every time you do, he just sets off. I've been watching Timberwolves games. Listen, a few a few weeks ago, Low came up to me. He said, "Yo, agent, you know the Canadians aren't doing too hot because Wiggins is your your spark of light." At the time, Jamal Murray still wasn't making as much noise, right? And Wiggins was the guy we were expecting. And left and right, people dropping videos, people dropping tweets. Every time Wiggins underperformed, saying that... I heard one saying... I forgot who uploaded the video, saying he was a bust. That's at least what the shout, title shout said. Shout out to my man B-Souls. I didn't click on the video. I, was, I, don't, I, already, I, don't, I don't think... I don't, he, didn't, he didn't... In the video, he didn't say that he was a bust. He was just yeah, questioning yeah. the idea. Right, right, was, yeah. right. So I didn't click on it, so I don't know. It could have just been like a nice title to get some views. Yeah. But... I was disappointed because the more I looked into the numbers, I was like, damn. Yeah, was, Wiggins is underperforming. Yeah, he was looking, he was like, it's kind of sus, right? Yeah, yeah, but I wasn't ready to say nothing like a bust, not even remotely. But as I watched the games, I was like, there were some games where it just seemed like, in general, between Cat, uh, Butler, and Wiggins, they, for a team you consider has some pretty good offensive pieces, they just weren't scoring the ball. And it it just baffled me. You have to, you're just watching. You're watching the wrong games. Cause it, no, it, I was watching the games where they were playing decent teams. I was watching them play Houston. They were shooting up bricks, and Houston was like two for ten from three at the moment. And the Timberwolves were up by a little bit. I think it was like two or four points. So I'm like, the second Eric Gordon, James Harden, and Ryan Anderson start to drop their shots, it's over. And so I'm playing pro am while I'm watching the game on the side. Every time I look over, Houston's increasing the lead. And as I pay attention, it just seems like sometimes they just fall into too much isolation ball. And they have scores to make that work sometimes. But other times, it just doesn't work out, and it looks like a disaster, man. And it's I mean, tough to look at. I don't know at. what you're watching, bro. They, they're, they're fourth in assists. But, I don't know what you're watching. And they're, and they're third in offensive rating. He's been he's playing better since you talked smack, low. So I want to thank you. He drops 29 two games ago uh, against Toronto, and then he dropped 40 Against the Clippers, which was refreshing Yo, to see. I watched I that wanna, back. I like just want to say this: Corey Brewer dropped fifty-one points. That's all I'm saying. So did Terrence Ross. I'm not. It's not an anomaly exactly, for Wiggins. Exactly, Ter- but yeah, it's not Terrence an anomaly, Ross man. Dropped, I'm just saying. You know, everybody get hot every now and then. That's not what that was. We could agree. We could agree. That's not what that was. Terrence Ross averaged like eight. Went out for fifty-one. Very different situations. Okay, I mean, I, if that's what you want to say, but I, I don't know. I just. Wiggins, like you say, he underperform. He underperformed so far his career. Y'all was calling that man Maple Jordan. You know who like, said that? Know. I've never. I live here. I haven't heard that before. Y'all, they, they people call him the Prophet. Come on. Y'all <laughs> Listen, was I heard hard. the goat the chosen. You know, I heard. Uh, I, I, you know, there's names. Every Raptor player has a name, but I haven't really seen names like that for Wiggins. To be honest, I feel like he's embracing Minnesota culture. We had some hope we make a trade or something for Wiggins, but it seems like it's long gone. Wiggins is staying right there, right? So I don't even think there's a point of having a name for him. I'm looking at the rest of these Canadian players. This this was this was agents Canadians All Star team. No 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 no. Please please. At the point you had Corey Joe. Shout out to Corey Joe. He he a good player. He's tough. Yeah. That does Thon Maker count? By the way, because he played a few years in Canada, but he's not from Canada. He's you from, like, you were trying to you were trying to claim him. You were claiming him. No, I'm down. Now, I'm no, down. No, 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 no. You were claiming him. Now he of course good. Now you no, ask, no, 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 now no, 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 no. Asking like if if you know. if you say yes, yeah, Thumbmaker's a Canadian. I'll take that. And he did. All right, all right. Then, then after that, you said um at two at two you had my man um uh, you probably you had Nick Stauskas. 
At three, you had Wiggins. At four, you what? had Tristan. Why would I put Nick Stelskis at two and Wiggins at three, Low? Why would I do that? Who would you have at two, Agent? Wiggins at two. Bro, Wiggins is a three. I put Wiggins at two. Nick Stauskas isn't starting, my guy, on a Canadian well, so All-Star. Who are you going to start? Anthony Bennett? No, at small forward, my guy? So who are you going to start at small forward? Andrew Nicholson? There's options, man. Don't pretend like there's no, no options, there's, man. There's not that many options. I'm saying all this to get I'll to the forward. I'll bring Bear back from retirement before I play Anthony Bennett, man. Come on, yo. I'm saying all this to get to number four. Because at number four... You 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 had you was it was it no 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 this is someone else but and then before you had um Trey Lyles and then you had Kelly Olynyk and Yo, then I you forgot had, about Kelly Olynyk yeah, yeah he's exactly solid. he's solid yeah, okay you for, yeah you for, yeah you right you forgot about Kelly Olynyk <laughs> I'm saying all this to say bro you used to have your little starting five with your seven man rotation I forgot who your head coach was but you you, you thought you were doing something for real for real. And you really weren't, bro. Yo, who's Atlanta have talking all this smack low? Dwight Howard? Who we else? Got, we got Josh Smith. Let me check. Yeah, get out of here, man. Come on, yo. <laughs> we got Josh Derek, Smith we got is your Derek second Favors. option. We got Derek it's, Favors. Oh, that's pretty decent. I don't know Derek Favors from Atlanta. We got um we got somebody else. We got we got one cold first of all, let's not let's not even clown um let's not clown um Dwight Howard as if he doesn't have a Hall of Fame career. So let's Does let's he? get that. Does he? Agent, let's let's not don't play yourself on this. He's not, is it first ballot? Do you think it's first ballot? Yes, it's yes, it's first ballot. I just oh, saw no, Tracy man. McGrady first ballot Hall of Fame. Yes, he's first ballot, bro. But I feel like Hall of Fame isn't so much statistics or even how well you were as a player as much as it is your impact. And I felt like he had the biggest impact when he was with the Magic, but that was short lived again, and he was never able to return to that later in his career. So I don't like, that was like seven years of his career was like the Magic. But like the was was the next five or six years been like the Lakers was a, atrocity. I, I, was, I agree, but I mean that's still enough to make to the um, Hall of Fame. Man, Tracy I, McGrady just made the first ballot to the Hall of Fame, bro. But but Tracy McGrady, well, no, you, I was gonna say injuries. Dwight Howard also had that shoulder injury, and yeah, yeah exactly. So. But don't put Tracy McGrady and Dwight Howard on the same boat. I think, but Tracy. I just did though. But don't do that. So cause, but, like, Dwight right, because Dwight Dwight had a better career. You're right. You're right. You're right. What? Agent, let's not even do this right now. Lo, you don't want to do that right now, let's man. Go, Come let's on, go to man. the next topic. You're, t- you're not right. about to sit here and tell me three-time defensive player of the year it led his team to NBA Finals. And then lost. Not, Remember that? But Tracy McGrady couldn't lead his team out the first round. Don't do that, bro. So you're, Come on, so, man. So, so, we're, so we're not going to sit here and have this conversation as if Dwight Howard hasn't had a better career than T-Mac. I don't think he has. I think T-Mac had to deal with more as a player. I think T-Mac was... Because keep in mind, Dwight Howard's offense in Orlando wasn't too complicated. It was one guy in the paint, and they laced him with shooters all around. And bro, so you could T-Mac try and play help. make it out the first round even with Yao Ming, bro. What does that mean, man? <laughs> that mean, I mean, it's, you, I mean, we can go outside of Orlando when T-Mac was in Orlando. You can go to... The Houston Rockets, and he still wasn't making enough on um, playoffs. I feel like you're. That's like saying Baron Davis isn't a Hall of Famer because he didn't. Pro, the team when he was with the Warriors, they weren't performing as hot. It's the impact you have. Hey, are, you, are, are you saying Baron Davis is a Hall of Famer? I think he's a Hall of Famer. 
agent, we need to continue to move on to the next topic because you sound suspect right now. You don't think Baron Davis is a Hall of Famer, I my get guy? people in my DMs telling me that you know nothing about basketball. And I'm like, nah. And you've nah, been man. telling me the guys nah, in your nah, DMs nah, know nah, nothing. Nah. I'll be like, nah, man, get agent a chance. And then you come here with this? That's not a crazy statement, man. Why are you acting agent, like that's crazy? Agent, let me. Baron Davis is not a Hall of Famer. I'm looking at the stats. I'm not going to lie. My man's been shooting like 37%. Bro, but I think, but, 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 but keep in mind, look, keep in mind what I said, bro. Stop. You're focusing too much on the player itself. I think more important than the player, when you're speaking about someone who's in the Hall of Fame, like we can reserve all NBA teams or maybe even all-star teams in certain situations for skill and only skill. But in this specific circumstance, I feel like Baron Davis had a pretty big impact on the game. Agent, agent, we need to move on to the and next And more importantly, just like Grant Hill, he dealt with a series of huge injuries. Agent, I know you did not see agent. No, nah, okay, but he's not on the same level, but I'm making that comparison, man. It's not a crazy comparison to make. Relax. Agent, we need to move on to the next topic immediately. He had a season where he played ridiculous. 18 games. Next season, he played 28. Agent, next season, he played 54. Agent, you sound so ridiculous right now. Listen, man, I'm just telling you what I agent. know, man. I don't need people hitting me in my DMs telling me that you don't know what you're talking about no more. Yeah, look, why are we pretending like people even say that, man? I feel like no, you just make be, that no, shit. No, it, it's definitely people. I'm going to tell you right now, after this episode, there's definitely going to be people hitting me up in my DMs. How? Like, my, 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 you know, people can hit me up and be like, yo, Asian, you're right. My, my guy, Baron Davis, is making moves, bro. You know? oh All right, God. how about this? Is Vince Carter a Hall of Famer? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's the? what would you say differentiates Baron Davis and Vince Carter? Oh my agent, agent! I'm asking you, bro. I'm not making you're a Toronto. You're you're right. saying you're telling me that their careers are close enough for this to even be a conversation. Oh nah. When you look at the stats, there's a huge difference. But when I'm speaking about impact, right? Is that what we're speaking about here? What's the criteria? Okay, we can, we can talk about impact, agent. But Baron Davis didn't have a big enough impact. We can agree. For, Vince Carter probably had one of the biggest. Not probably. He had a way bigger impact than Baron Davis. For I sure. Guess, I'm not. I can't tell if you're serious right now. You're not seriously making an argument that Baron Davis should even be in the same conversation as Vince Carter. No, you're missing the point. You think I'm making an equivalent comparison. I'm not. I'm making. Talking about impact, or we just talking about career, or we just talking about? Because I think Hall of Fame is about impact. I think it's about the type of impact you had if you revolutionized the game or you did something differently. If you had a specific team that's very. Memorable, I think, and I don't know what the criteria is to be honest. Except for that Iverson one, I don't watch all that Hall of Fame talk because Iverson one low key made me tear up. That one was super sad, Bro, right? But when you think, long, how long has Baron Davis been retired? He hasn't even. I just thought about this. Baron Davis retired in 2012. It's 2018. He hasn't even been brought up in a conversation to even make the Hall of Fame. He hasn't been nominated. I'm looking at his games played, man. And this is brutal, bro. This is... It actually hurts to look at. I can't you're having this... This is the most awkward, okay, weirdest low, conversation low, 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 I've low. ever... In, agent, I, I don't know how to explain this to you. Baron Davis was not that good. He didn't is have Brandon that much Roy, of an impact. He didn't have that much Roy, of an impact, though. Is, is Brandon Roy a Hall of Famer to you? No. You don't think so? Agent, he played like three seasons. My guy, I'm asking questions. Why no, do you keep I getting said offended no, by... no. All right, no, I'm looking no. at his stats right now. There, 
in terms of points, he played three seasons, bro. I never made a statement yet, man. You keep cutting me off. I'm saying he played, he scored a little bit more than Baron Davis, but I don't know, man. Maybe for me, I just see it a little bit differently. But it's the players who are memorable for me who I think deserve. Am I a hater or something? No, I'm not saying people here. People tweet me. Am I a hater? Baron Davis will never be in the conversation to be a Hall of Famer. Brandon Roy, unfortunately, because I definitely feel like he would have had a much bigger impact on the game than than Baron Davis. But Brandon Roy But they was, both dealt with serious injuries. Brandon One Roy only seri- played I'm about to say Brandon Roy played like three or five years. But even when Brandon Davis yeah, Baron years. Davis was healthy, Baron Davis was not like some top tier player in the NBA. I agree with that. All right, so I want to keep going down the list. I'm about to get your threshold. How about players like Darren Williams? That's, I would say no. How about if we go like maybe a tier below that with like Andre Karolenko? No, hell no. So players like Boozer, no way. No way. Interesting. All right, man. Uh, Do you think, let me ask you, do you think Andre Karolenko is a Hall of Famer? He was one of my favorite players growing up, but no, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Carlos Boozer. I think Darren Williams should be in some sort of conversation for that. Uh, Agent, you have your standards are way too low. Is that it? Is my standards way too low? Your standards are way too low. If if, 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 if I caught you at the right moment, I think I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell you who the who the lowest. No, 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 no. I have before you finish this because I'm dying to ask this question. Go. Is DeRozan a Hall of Famer? Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay. All right, no. That will make me. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah, okay. Is, okay, Kyle Lowry? <laughs> no, oh, right? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm curious. Is this a no, no right? No, okay, no, all right. No. Okay, all right. The lowest just, just I might that. go for a Hall of Famer is Reggie Miller. What? Listen, and I, no. And, I, I, and, I, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm legitimately saying Reggie Miller is a Hall I'm not. I'm not even, like, questioning the idea that Reggie Miller is or isn't a Hall of Famer. Reggie Miller should be in the Hall of Fame. I know people think I just hate on Reggie Miller. You do, but a I lot. think I think I think Reggie Miller is like the threshold of making a Hall of Fame or not. But that's not a threshold though, because when you think about three point shooting and how it's been revolutionized over the years, Reggie Miller is one of the first players that comes to mind. Right? And that's and that's a problem. That's not because at the time it wasn't used as frequently. He was one of the players putting up it, it, more three point attempts. Ah, uh, but he wasn't though. But okay. But he was though. I'm looking he, at his stats right he now. Only, he only he never let the NBA in three pointers attempt. He only let the NBA in three pointers made twice throughout his entire career. One of which he tied with Dan Marley. The other time is when they moved the three point line closer to the basket. He, he he was a great player, but he wasn't that great. People embellish who Reggie Miller was as an individual, but that's neither here nor there. All right, okay. Here's the last question, man. Does it matter if if you if you win zero rings compared to two rings? It just depends on the role that you played. Let's say like you were the third guy on, or like a fourth guy on a championship team. You fourth? won two titles. Fourth is yeah. a, is a stretch. Fourth is a stretch. Third, I could, I could, you could kind of persuade, um, pers- um, persuade me. I'll even, I'll go, I'll say this though. This is going to be interesting. They actually be talking about this Hall of Fame talk. The nominees not too long ago was actually announced. Uh, J Kid, Steve Nash, and Chauncey Billups were the three guards. Oh, is that the tier it, we're talking it? about? <laughs> but no, uh, no, 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 no. But it's it's interesting because last year Ben Wallace didn't make the Hall of Fame, nor did C. Webb. 
And so now I'm I'm starting to think I don't know if I don't know if Chauncey Billups is a Hall of Famer. But that's I guess that's when the championships would come in, involved. Like if that's but Ben Wallace has the same amount of championships. They both they both won a championship. But like what's where are we what's the criteria for this because. Ben Wallace. I don't. I don't, was, I don't know. To be honest, with you, I have no idea what the criteria is for fucking Hall of Famers. To be honest with you, that shit is all if, over the place. If Ben Wallace isn't a Hall of Famer, I don't know who's a Hall of Famer. That's man. what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who's a Hall of Famer. And there's only a limited amount of Hall of um, people they can bring into the Hall of Fame on a year to year basis. Right. And so I don't think Chauncey's gonna make it this year. To be honest with you. And I don't think over the guys you named, he should. No, he shouldn't. Ray Allen is another one. Ray Allen will get in for sure. Yeah, that's but that's, I'm, I, this this class. Well, I'm saying this class is really is a nice, is a solid class. And Chauncey Billups, despite the fact that in my opinion he had a really good year, I mean a really good career, a Hall of Fame level career. Um, and like you well, said, if, that's if a perfect Billups example. If Billups doesn't make the of Hall of Fame, zero percent chance any of the guys I previously mentioned are making. Exactly. The if Billups don't make it, then then Darren Williams <laughs> is not making the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See, I didn't know we we're talking about this. As level a side note, is Darren Williams out of the league? Yeah, he got it. Shout out to my man D. Wills. He was playing with the Mavs last year, right? For in, in the Cavs. Remember he was trash in the um finals. Yeah, he's I guess he hasn't announced retirement if, if I'm not mistaken. Well, he or maybe he to, has and I just missed it. He bought to. It's, it's coming up close. Well, I think he was one of the rare cases where throughout his career, even later, he kind of just emerged as like a very, very solid player that the team could rely on. Although a losing team. It was weird because I was scrambling to pick him up in fantasy, and I didn't ever think it was going to be a situation where Darren Williams in 2017 was going to be a valuable pick. I had to stop playing fantasy, of course, because it started to drive me crazy, and it was too much of a requirement. Every single day, I got to switch up my lineup, and then I forget, and DeMarcus is on the bench, and he goes off for a huge game, which, by the way, on the waviest transition of all time, DeMarcus Cousins and Anthony Davis low. Listen, I had I had my reservations. But I still are those have my guys, reservations. I still have my reservations. Not only are the Pelicans top five in points per game, but Anthony Davis can ball out. He had like 35 points, nine rebounds, something crazy. And because of the game DeMarcus had, nobody was talking about Anthony Davis. You know, I think... When you say when you say they're top five, what you're really just saying is Anthony Davis and DeMarcus Cousins are top five in scoring. That's basically what you're saying. But it's more than that because if the rest of the team was trash, they would just double those two players. I know, they would but I mean, it's, send traps. I, if I'm not mistaken, like half of the point, nearly half of the points are scored from them too. Of course, they're the they're like that's the whole point of having the twenty. That's what I'm saying. Like there. you should, you basically should be saying like, or you could just sit there and say Anthony Davis and Demarcus Cousins are like top ten in scoring. Because like, are you like, are you sold? Like, is this a playoff? No, I'm not sold. So I'm mean, making well, the playoffs. No, though, right? I tell you back. Uh, you talking about playoffs? Yeah, but. Like it's it's cool, and I'm I'm not even I'm I'm definitely not trying to you know knock what Demarcus Cousins did because that was amazing. Demarcus Cousins had a a 40, 44 point game with twenty four rebounds and ten assists, four steals. That is that is a phenomenal game. I I am definitely not trying to knock it. And like you said, Anthony Davis had went up and had thirty four and nine with five assists, two steals, shot sixty percent from the field. I I am not trying to knock that. But it was the it's, Bulls. They they did that against the Bulls. <laughs> Don't do that, Lo. Come on, man. And they went in, no, wait, 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 wait. And they went into double overtime. That's true, but nah, that is true. Yeah, that takes I mean, and, and, and they and they won by three points. 
What does that mean, though? Really? What does that? You mean? tell me. What does that mean, Agent? You tell me. You tell me a team with two top ten players. I can't enjoy a game, bro. Without no, I, I agree. I know. I, I like I said before. It was, it was a nice. It was a great game. I'm not even trying to. I'm not really trying to. But I'm just saying, nah. Like, see, but you just preface stuff by saying that. So nah, that they, you say what, what you really. What I'm really say. trying to say. What I'm really trying to say is, if he had did that in like re- regulation and they had blew out the Bulls. Then it would be a totally different. Nah, but totally they wouldn't be in the game if they were blowing out the Bulls. See what I'm saying? That's I mean that's uh, to me blowing them out and winning by by ten plus points is better. Which should be more. It should be more impressive. But that's not really than, a blowout ten points. Nah, in my opinion, it is. But you know, you think a, you think a blowout is low? People can hit me. My mentions say you don't know nothing about a blow, basketball, a blow, man. A blowout is ten plus points because when it gets no, to that, not. when it gets to that standard, it gets kind of outrageous. No, a blowout, a blowout is when the game is out of reach. Ten points is not out of reach. It had to be fifteen minimum. But you're looking twenty before we start talking blowout. Okay. This is facts. I haven't seen the comments here to go, look at this 10-point blowout, man. <laughs> I have I mean, yet to see something like that, man. But if, if, if it's a 10-point game, and we're talking about like three minutes left, it's starting to get out of hand. No, it's not. But we're not talking about three minutes left. We're just talking about if you're in the fourth quarter and a team is up 10, first of all, that's three possessions, right? And the and one three. <laughs> In the and one three, Jesus, a four point play. But it's like I think it, it's it's a blowout when it's no you can't come back no more. I think that's where we draw the line. But yo, Loki, you got me bugged, my guy. Talking about some Ben Wallace not gonna make the Hall of Fame. That's been on my mind, man. I'm gonna sleep thinking about how Ben Wallace. I, I'm not, not gonna, gonna lie. Let, and again, I'm I'm not even trying to bring it back to that. Yeah, I'm not even trying to not T Mac. Ben Wallace should have made the Hall of Fame before T Mac did last year. And I'm I'm dead serious. I think I agree with you on that one, man. Um, but again, I'm so I think serious. that's like I think Ben Wallace had a better career in general. Of course, you could argue injuries, but I think T Mac had a bigger impact. But it's the same thing with with, um, with T Mac. Like, like I understand you talking about the impact part. Okay, we, you can make that type of argument. However, like Ben Wallace, just like T Mac, they had like this five to seven, maybe eight year stretch where they were just unbelievable, right? And and within that five to seven year stretch, Ben Wallace, one let me see, I mean one, two, three, four, five, five, six. Six, seven year stretch for Ben Wallace where he was unbelievable. Like yeah. leading the league in in rebounding twice, once a fifteen uh rebound season, three plus blocks multiple years, obviously yeah. defensive player of the years, um, multiple times. He won it how many times? Four times. He won Defensive Player of the Year four times. He led the league in free throw bricks. You forgot that one. That is true. He, he shot like under, <laughs> shot like 40% from the free throw line. However, still won a championship and was matched up against one of the most dominant players the league has ever seen in Shaquille O'Neal. Like, I don't, I don't know how, and I get it, like his entire career wasn't that impressive because he was going up and down dealing with injuries and stuff like that, especially towards the tail end of his career. But I'm, I don't, I, I just, I'm looking at like, how does that not get into the Hall of Fame? But Tracy McGrady did. And I think T Mac, yeah, T Mac was the first ballot. That's, I don't know. That's kind of Honestly, and here's a real question, though. All right. And you might hate the question. Does the Hall of Fame matter, man? How much does that matter? How much? It, it matters, but it doesn't matter as much. I feel like the only thing because it's, it's good a basketball, for, it's a basketball Hall of Fame, not an NBA Hall of Fame. I feel like the only thing it's good for is the speeches 
when you're at because I don't I, I never really had cable growing up so like all that stuff like I, I'd hear about it but I wouldn't ever try and tune in for that if it's not a game I don't really care but I started to care a little bit when Iverson gave that speech and I've I've seen a few speeches in the past but that's really all it is to me it's like a final goodbye but we get goodbyes from teams it's like a it's like an extended goodbye like they retire Kobe drops the mic. And then you get to finally see Kobe here and speak basketball again. Which, by the show, he has a show coming out on yeah, ESPN. He does have a show. Yeah, that's really show. dope. I'm gonna be excited for that. Um, but that's really that's the only significance it has to me. I'm sure to the players themselves, having that accolade would be dope. But for the fans, I don't think being in the Hall of Fame is gonna differentiate who's better or how you feel about a certain player. To some Maybe people just, it does. Some people it does. But if they had an NBA Hall of Fame where it was only like a handful of players in there, like if it was, we had an NBA Hall of Fame and there was only like 200 players in the NBA Hall of Fame, then it would definitely matter. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I was naming some players. I didn't even know like it was this contested to get into the Hall of Fame. But like all those You didn't know if it, it was contested? I mean, I knew it was, but I thought like the Darren Williams, like the guys who like are relevant in the league and at once were like a top can we say he was a top 10? Hell is that no. crazy? Yo, okay, top 25? Top 25? Oh my goodness, agent. I'm asking, man. I'm not, I'm not top, saying. Top I'm 25, yeah. He was yeah, top 25. Yeah, we can say that. He might have been top 20. All right, anyway. Top 20. I mean, I, I, I would slide top 20, but I wouldn't even think about no top 10. Hell no. Okay, I'm just saying, I thought those guys would be in contests. I just never really kept up with that kind of stuff because for me, you just win the championship or you don't. And there's players along the way, like Vince Carter, that never really win, but still have an impact on the league in other ways. There's players that could have had an impact, like Brandon Roy or T-Mac or Grant Hill, that went down to gruesome injuries. I don't, I, I don't, I've never been through something crazy, but I don't know if you've like heard or... Brandon Roy had no cartilage yeah. in his knees, man, which yeah. meant that there was nothing stopping his bones from grinding together every time he walked. That's crazy. That is, and I watched videos on how to avoid said injuries and NBA players should do more of this. I don't know how effective those are or how true those are, but like, I mean, that's tragic. I just, I just, I don't really see that for me as a metric for how good someone is, the Hall of Fame. I just don't. Real quick before we, we wrap up this and, and I guess c- get closer to the podcast concluding, is Derrick Rose a Hall of Fame? Hall, Hall of Famer, excuse me. That's a tough one, man. Because again, we don't know what the metrics are, but the first half of his career, I'm asking you. I'm asking you personally. Honestly, I feel like if you've won an MVP, you should be in there. Huh? That's not that's not that crazy to say, right? If you win an MVP, at one point, people assumed you were the best player in the league. Or was he? I was about to say. LeBron probably was. LeBron definitely was. But he. But he performed the best, which is probably better than being. Still, we're still getting out of hand. Still getting a little out we'll of We'll say top three. We'll say top three to make Lowe happy. Uh, oh, we're st- Steve Nash is definitely questionable in that conversation there. Definitely in 06, you can make a case. You can make a really good case. Kobe should have won that one. We'll just uh, say we'll just say top five. Okay, fine. But when you win an MVP, you've established yourself. That's an award only one person wins in the league and is the most valuable player. I think that should be like a... You should just be in there immediately after winning something like that. And I, I don't. Is there an MVP no, winner in the past? 
No. Who no. didn't make it in the Hall of Fame. So I think no. Derrick Rose should be. And I don't and know. Der- and Derrick Rose should... will be the first who doesn't make it in the Hall of Fame. You think so? That's that'd be brutal though. You know, like he has diehard fans that's gonna be frustrated if that happens. They're gonna be upset. Yeah. Y'all and, D Rose fans gonna be mad. And I think it's gonna be tragic because we all knew he would have if it wasn't for injuries. But at at a certain extent, you can't just assume that no injuries and but if he doesn't make it that honestly, he should make it just cause. Give a give the guy a Stop. break, man. Can we give Derrick Rose a break Stop. collectively? Stop. He's been through so much. Just give him the Hall of Fame, Stop. man. It's not. Would you would you put Rose ahead of Chauncey Billups? No. For why? Why? why for, would Hall you of, for a Hall of Fame. Let's say they're both candidates and only one can make it. Who are you putting in? Chauncey. See now you're making me feel bad for Rose, bro. Why are you doing this, How, man? But who would you pick? I think I think Chauncey had a better career overall. Who would you pick? I don't you know, know man. So you know the answer. I, I don't know, man. You know the answer, Agent. You I want the, the answer. answer to be Derrick Rose, but it might be Billups, but I have no idea, man. Why would you want the answer to be Derrick Rose? Because I think if Derrick Rose didn't get injured to the degree he did, it would be a but no he did, contest. Though. I mean, I I get it, but he did. So we just don't have no sympathy for him now? We just have... We just, hey, man. Sy- we, sy- sympathy is a word that's in the dictionary that's on page... 897. That's all I know about that, bro. I don't know about no, no, I don't know about no sympathy yet. How you know it's on that page, man? You been reading dictionaries recently? Hey, that's that? the that's the word of the wise right there. No, that's the, right. that's a low phrase of nah, the Nah, Lowe's dropping too much idioms now. We gotta cut this right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's let's wrap up with the pod, Lowe. This is a segment where we highlight one NBA player each that is low-key doing a good job, but he's not really getting no coverage. Uh, and I'll let you start off, man. Well, first of all, shout-out to... What's what's my man's name? X-I-M-O? Eximo Pierto. Eximo? I don't know. Eximo Pierto. I probably butchered that, too. What is it? Eximo what? Eximo Pierto. I, I have no idea if that's how you say it. Eximo Pierto. Listen, he for those of you who watch highlights after the fact, let's say you're watching the Raptors game, but you missed the Timberwolves game. You want to watch the highlights, you hop on YouTube... He's one of the go-to guys, and he That's just a got fact. a job. He tweeted out he got a job with Bleach Reports, man. I seen that on Twitter. I was just, it made me so happy because it was a guy who, one, was copyright infringing so much just for the sake of <laughs> us as a community. He was just putting himself in legal danger for us so we could enjoy some NBA clips together and maybe for himself because he enjoyed the clout. And he's been copied a bunch of times, but Bleach Reports picked a him up. A bunch of times, which is so disrespectful. Yeah, so because he never showed his face, a bunch of people just like copied his channel to try and get views and had the same name as him. But he just he just had like 10-minute clips highlighting different games that went on. There's a few guys in, that do it on YouTube that are really big, but he was one of them and I know he got a job. So massive shout out to him, man. He put shout his out. he put his neck out on the line for people like me, man. You know? That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> Who's not paying? You. We're not paying for league pass over here. <laughs> that is a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, but also, also shout out goes to um, I'm, I'm gonna give a shout out to my man um, Goran Dragic, and uh, really the rest of the Miami Heat. The top, if I'm not mistaken, they're fourth seed in the Eastern Conference right now. Come to find out, they have no All Stars on their on their team apparently, which to me I, I feel like that's a bit disrespectful. Out of the yeah. teams that are in the playoffs right now, and they, and it's not like they're like the eighth seed 
and they're barely hanging on. You know, they, they're in the playoffs and they're way better than I think a lot of people expected them outside of me. I knew this team was going to be a solid team. Oh, uh, Low always but knows, by the way. I, if you go just... to, hey, if you go to my NBA preview, it's literally titled why the Miami Heat are, will be better than what you think they are. It's, it's literally, that's exactly what it's titled. That's so, very ambiguous, man. That doesn't really it mean it anything. It's not, I had them ranked. It's a playoff team. So it's not that ambiguous. But shout out to, to, um, Goran Dragic. Um, also Jay Richardson, he's he been playing good as well, but uh, the entire Miami Heat team, since y'all not getting no love in the all-star game, y'all four seed, and I'm, I'm going to show y'all some love right now, man. Shout out to That's y'all. That's a record on the podcast, man. You just shouted out an, an entire team, my guy. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> hey, we're breaking records here on the pick and pop, step back from three bang podcast. That's not crazy. what you, that's not what it was. That's not was what it was. I didn't say step back the you first time. You didn't say time, step did back. No, you didn't. Okay, my fault. I, I I amended the podcast name temporarily. Uh, I'm going to give a shout-out to a guy we've been talking about this podcast because he's my Canadian brethren. Shout-out to Jamal Murray, man. Hey, Jamal, here's all I got to say, bro. Spread your wings and fly. Make Canada proud, man. He's a sharp shooter from three, 42%. Yeah, because he's your, he's your last hope, right? Nah, because Wiggins and him are, I think, are our last hopes as Canadians. Uh, but I, I have a little bit of hope for Kelly Olenek. Uh, I don't know just, why. I, I love you. Just I, I gave him a shout out right there, you know. Yeah, you did. You did give him a shout out just there. You're doing a solid job. Is he an all star? Let me chill. All right, I'm, come on. Is it's he a hall ob- of famer? It's obvious. I'm out of control. Obvious, exactly. Obvious. <laughs> Done. Yeah, you out of control. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm gonna give my shout out to Jamal Murray, man. Make Canada proud. Yeah, um, true, true, true. So this is this is where we wrap up the podcast, man. Hey, shout out to everybody who gave us a five star on iTunes, man. Wherever you guys listening to this, it'd be cool if there was like one forum where like we can. Hear responses to what people because people are thinking stuff while they hear this. It'd be cool to hear some replies, man. Of course, you could do it on Twitter, but then they can't really see what other people are typing. So one person th- will see it, but they won't, you know. So it's not really like a community like that. But uh, shout out to y'all for watching. Uh, we're good trying. Lo, what do you think? What do you think about the podcast length, man? Is it the perfect length, man? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm kind of up and down with it. Y'all let us know if y'all if y'all want hour and a half or y'all want it closer to an hour. Always add us on Twitter. Let us know the feedback and stuff like that. But like Agent said, y'all been y'all been really messing with us in the beginning. Y'all been giving us the five stars. I hear rave reviews on Twitter, and y'all always hit us up with the good job and stuff like that. So if this is what y'all want, well, this is what y'all gonna get. And I think so far y'all y'all enjoying it. So I thank y'all for you know spending some time with us. You know, let me serenade you with my voice. You know. Okay. All right. That's not what he was doing there at all. <laughs> He just spent most of the podcast <laughs> doing opposite of that. Hey, thanks for coming through, man. This has been the Pick and Pop from Three Bang Podcast. Uh, also known yeah. as Off the Off Top Podcast. No, nah, it's just it's just Pick and Pop from Three Bang Podcast. It's not called Off Top. No more. Oh, okay. Oh, no. We're going with that, right? We're sticking with it? Hey, if that's what you want to stick with. Yo, shout out to y'all for watching on my podcast. People follow me on Twitter at Legend of Winning. Let me know. Hit us up. Actually, matter of fact, y'all can just start sending us some questions too, because eventually we're gonna do a little Q and A. I guess you know what I'm saying. So y'all can start sending some questions right now. To be honest with y'all, you know, I'm trying to interact with y'all because that was a good, good little thing you just said. I mean, we really ain't got a community just yet, but we gonna figure out a way to con- to to communalize with y'all. That's a word, right? Nah, I think you just made up a verb. It's a, it's a word right now. Communalize with y'all. <laughs> Alright, well, we'll communalize with y'all later, man. <laughs> Yo, it's Legend of Winning. At Legend of Winning. Follow me on Twitter. At Legend of Winning. Probably just follow me. It makes more sense. Nah, just follow me. Follow me. Peace! <laughs> 
Honey. Honey. What? I, I can't sleep. Oh. Would you mind if I put on some white noise? Yeah, sure, babe. Yeah. Ah, so much better. It's hard to be without your bike. So do something easy and protect it with Progressive Motorcycle Insurance. And when you ride with us for four straight years without an accident, we won't count your first one against you, no matter how much it costs. Visit Progressive.com to quote today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Accident forgiveness not available in all states.